With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. End of the road. But we're in luck. Publishers are interested just like Jim the Duck. I doubt it. Wiggler and Jazz. Here till it ends. Meet up to pass or fail Greenville with all of our friends. The brightest timeline never goes away. School's out, bitches! That's right, it's Community Building, the series finale here of Community, Season 6, Episode 13, Emotional Consequences of Broadcast Television. Hello, everybody. I'm Josh Wiggler. I'm joined here by Jess Sterling. Jess Happy graduation day. No, I don't want to <laughs> leave. You got to leave. You're going to go join the FBI show recaps. Really is the coolest yeah. job that Annie gets, right? Federal Bureau recaps. FBR? <laughs> it's like FDR. Yeah. Uh, which you don't want to drive on right now. Lots of traffic mm. anyway. Oh, Oh, Sad. oh my goodness. Hello, mm-hmm. everybody. Hi. Here we are. 
These are the, the emotional consequences of broadcast podcasting. At the final chapter in this saga that mm-hmm. has been. And let me just take it all the way back. I'm going to dial it back in back. time. I'm going to mm-hmm. bring us back a little bit in time. October 2020. Mm-hmm. The post-show recaps patron program launches. Jessica Sterling has podcasted on post-show recaps once, twice at that point. I think. I think it was once, and it was, was it not Wonder Woman? You did Wonder Woman. You were on a Captain Marvel podcast or a Wonder Woman podcast. Oh, One no, it was them. it was Captain Marvel because it was set in the 90s, and that it was, was the pretense. Yes, because of the shit the 90s taught us. Yes. You were a moderator of the post-show recaps patron Discord, and so we had gotten to know each other through that venue. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, I had known your works through the wand-off on RHAP. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I knew of you that way. And then I would come to know you as my podcast partner in crime due to a series I will call a volley of tweets in early October <laughs> 2020, not long after the formation of the Post Show Recaps patron experience in which it came out that I had not seen Community before and you had taken, uh, I was going to say issue, but I'll go with umbrage. Umbrage is definitely the word, yes. And we were in a moment where it's like, okay, well, let's get the people excited. People want some community coverage. Jess, if you feel strongly about it, I am willing to hear you out. A mini series was born, mm-hmm. a curated list of community episodes to watch to convince me to do the full thing. The stakes were as high as 1,000 patrons by 11.59.59 p.m. Eastern Time on New Year's Eve 2020, and we would do a full watch of Community. We never never quite hit that number, did we? Not quite. That's okay. (laughs) That's fine. That's all right. We decided we were having fun, Mm -hmm. and we decided, if not to save Greendale, then to at least save Community Building and embark on the great adventure that took us through an entire watch of every single episode of Community with some asterisks because I wasn't on every single episode of the podcast. There were a couple of podcasts that I had to miss, and you had to miss one of the podcasts as well. Mm-hmm. And then all of season four, we had to combine into multiple episodes into one podcast because we weren't going to be able to tolerate a full season four watch it on its own. We'd only promised that we would do it through season three, and then yep. we'd really held out the suspense as to whether or not we were going to go and watch season four. But we did. We did season four. We did it in that combined way. And then we did all of season five. We've done all of season six, and here we mm-hmm. are. The final ever episode of community it is the series finale and it has been quite the road to get here jess sterling it has been almost three years which is almost to the day almost to the day i'm looking at a message from you from october 2nd 2020 where you said obviously your co-pilot on this mission should it launch this is all your fault yeah (laughs) which it is yeah, um, I mean, all your fault is probably too no, much blame to assign probably to Probably 70%. It's like a 70-30 split. I'll take that. I'll take yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, I really, listen, it's very funny because I look at this as like my pilot program, the on-ramp that led me to bullying people into watching television <laughs> that I enjoy. 
Uh-huh. And I will say it has not backfired yet. Yes. Um, I, if I'm recommending a show to you, you should take that as like, I love you and I love the show that I'm you're recommending. Not to you're you. not looking to inflict anything upon Of course someone. not. I would never. You are so looking to enrich and enlighten. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. let's, it worked. You know, I got other people on board. I did it in a very public manner, which of course is the obvious way to get anything yes. done when you want to pressure someone. This Do was the great, publicly. the great Brooklyn Z tactic of getting me to watch the mole once upon a time. Reddit to Brooklyn Z because yes. I definitely adopted their strategy. Yes. And it worked. And I think the thing that I love most about this entire endeavor beyond uh, getting to talk about the show every week that I adore beyond getting to grow closer with you. I mean, we yes. didn't know each other super well back no. then. Now we all. know each other way too well. Too well. It's way too, much. too well. We're too, too much. Close. I don't yes. want to talk to you as much. No. Nope. <laughs> Looking forward to it being over. <laughs> and... Give me back my Wednesday. <laughs> um, but on top of that, I feel like it's been so lovely to invite like a different guest most weeks on to get to chat with. We've got to, gotten to talk to like so many people about this show and built our own little community at the same yes. point in time. So it is just like, it has been the best experience. It's the end of an era, but that's okay because this was a great era. Yeah. Can you envision what a seventh season of community building looks like? Are you able to do that? Does it come to mind? Or if you say it out loud and we cut to that montage, yeah. does it not happen? This is okay. So this is you. I'm 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 in my mind, right? Okay, we're in my mind yeah. palace here. This is my mind movie if you're an after party mm -hmm. fan. And I'm now Josh, like pizza, pizza, funny yeah. joke, pizza, abbreviated word. Pizza. For the video for the video version, two new pizzas have arrived. <laughs> As Jess has said these words. Yeah. The video version, of course, available to the patrons of Post Show Recaps mm -hmm. who made this podcast possible, who built this community alongside us, as well as all of the lovely people who have been uh, checking in on community building along yeah. the way. Uh, but the patrons, so many patrons of Post Show Recaps who are so near and dear to our hearts signed up to be patrons due to community building. So without those people, this podcast never, ever, ever would have happened. Uh, and so we're so grateful for all of those people. And it's wild. It really is wild to think that we do not have new community to talk about. There was a world where we thought maybe this was going to end exactly well-timed for the community movie. Yeah. Uh, well, about that, you There's know, a strike. We don't know when or if that's going to happen. Maybe my hot take. I think I'm good. <gasps> I think I'm good. I think the I'm audacity. good. audacity. No, I, the prophecy of hashtag six seasons in a movie, though. Yeah, but I think that it kind of does away with some of the importance of this finale of, like, I know it comforts you to look at life through that meta lens. Yeah. And believe me, I am somebody who is deeply comforted by looking at life through a meta lens. I love yeah. a meta lens. I think that there's something very powerful and tremendous growth from Abed, of all people, saying... It ain't how it works. It doesn't always become six seasons in a movie. It is yes. incredible that it became six seasons at all. Of course, should the movie come, I'm not going to complain about it. But if it doesn't happen, I'm sated. I think I'm good. I think I'm all right. I think that it worked. I think that they 
they landed this as well as they possibly could have, considering that Troy had been gone uh, yeah. for however long he'd been gone. They couldn't get Donald Glover back for this series finale. It's great to see Shirley here in the limited capacity that we get to see Shirley. Um, I really understand what Melissa was saying on the most recent episode of the podcast, that this feels like a finale that really hits these uh, most recent seasons of community and a real finale for like this era of community. And I think that that's largely correct for me just due to who they can get and who they cannot yeah. get. And yet I think at the same time, some of that melancholy that is baked into the premise of this series finale really, really hits home. This is about graduating. It's about growing up and it's about getting good with the fact that, Hey buddy, Maybe you're already grown uh, and maybe you need to stop thinking about just cra like couch crashing and all of this stuff and the mm -hmm. things that are awaiting some of the other people like go and embrace your life and live your life. And so I think that the current non-existence of the movie, I guess I'm living in this world that like you've all those of you who have watched all of this show, you've had many, 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 many years. And that's that's what I was going to say, right? Like, this aired in June of 2015. Yes. You know, we've had eight years of of rewatching and yes. re-enjoying and, and waiting with bated breath for the yes. end of the movie, for the yes. prophecy to be Correct. fulfilled. And now I will say, like, in my opinion, there are oh, – and we, we talked about this a little bit when the movie was announced of there are ingredients that are necessary for me personally – to enjoy the the yet to come out movie, right? Like there are certain cast members that need to be involved. There are certain writers that need to Don't be involved. Don't do this if Troy is not around. Don't exactly. do this if we can't get Shirley. You just can't do it. You can't do it. It's you're not allowed, is what I would say. Like not how dare allowed. you? How dare yeah. you do that to us, right? Um, but I would say like even if the movie is like an hour owed full full of like fan service i would still be here for it because i i miss these characters i get I that that show. i totally understand yeah. i totally understand and i i hope that it has been a comforting experience for the people who had watched community in its entirety during the time in which it was mm -hmm. on to have this you know these this last number of years to spend with these characters through you through me through everybody else through Corey b and the theme song and everybody else that we have had coming into the podcast Corey b silently uh, observing every single sitting in the booth never Always. talking throughout most of these podcasts except when we would allow him on is really just mm -hmm. like incredible behavior that he exhibited this entire time great so restraint on I hope part. that I hope that it was I hope that it was comforting and it felt like you got to spend time with those people again and so I understand the feeling of like mourning uh because like now I'm feeling that a bit as well knowing mm -hmm. that like I now have seen everything you have seen there is no yeah. longer any amount of community that you have seen that I have not I have seen it all I know them uh, not as well, I would still say, as you do or many of the other people who have lived with them through many different life cycles because I've only lived through with them through, I guess, the 1.005, whatever the you know condensed version counts mm -hmm. as. Not quite a life cycle. Um, and now I'm uh, in that world of like, I'm really not going to be like talking about Britta every week for yeah. the rest of my life. Because uh, it has felt that way during a really transformative period in all of our lives. You know, this podcast starts and we're not even a full year into the COVID era uh, yeah. of our existence. And so that period of time, certainly like late 2020 um, throughout 2021, like that period of time, I think 
for me as like a professional and as a podcaster here on post show recaps and what we wanted to do and how we wanted to like build this out from not just being a thing where we're just like talking into your ears, but actually getting your talking into our ears as well. That's not properly phrased, but I think, you know, the spirit. I of often have a person about. just whispering into my ear as we podcast. Uh -huh. Yeah. That's Corey. Cause he can't stop. <laughs> that's right. You guys don't hear it because he talks so softly <laughs> that you can't hear it on the microphone, but it's constantly in mm -hmm. our ears. He just yeah. goes, that's what uh, all I hear the entire time over and if over I sound again. like an idiot while I'm podcasting. That's exactly why. It's so, actually... it, so it's like, it's, it's for me, it's, it's very rooted in this moment in time of like attempting to achieve community with people because we are physically separated from everybody mm -hmm. and much has changed. A lot hasn't uh, since we launched this podcast endeavor, but so much has. Um, and it's it's just wild to think about these people not being our weekly companions anymore. And so I'm getting a, a taste of what that might have been like for all of you back in the day. And unfortunately, uh, I don't think that an immediate rewatch is in the cards for us. We have no. more to say about community and the community characters. I think... Um, I'm I'm happy to uh to to say that we've got a really fun community podcast that we're going to come back in a couple of weeks with uh to close out this era of community and then maybe if there's something else to be done uh mm -hmm. we can talk about it there. Uh but for now I think let's focus on what is at the very least if not the series finale of Community Building as it currently stands, Jess. It is the series finale of Community Proper. So I believe now is the time to take a quick commercial break when we return and we're not going anywhere for the patrons because you get to listen to this commercial free and you've been listening to this commercial free and you get to watch us do it live on a youtube video that is exclusive for the patrons of poster recaps if you are one and i'm saying it very softly because there's nothing to sell you on anymore you didn't do it <laughs> you didn't do it you didn't do it you didn't do it failed you didn't do it <laughs> No, I think I failed. I didn't sell you on it enough. You didn't do it. I didn't sell you. So that's fine. Get face full of ads coming up on this quick commercial break. That won't be so quick. And then we'll come back and we'll talk about the plot of the series finale of Community. Stay tuned. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. 
That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, we're back. We didn't go anywhere for the patrons of Post Show Recaps. And here we are, Jess, talking about the end of community, emotional consequences of broadcast television. And we begin with the final appearance of the great Leonard. School? Well, not the final appearance. We well, get him once more. We do, but this feels like this feels like a wrap. Feels like, yeah, this yeah. feels like a wrap, uh, and I'm thrilled that he gets the first remarks on this episode of Community. On the final episode of Community, schools out, bitches. It's, it's perfect. I love that they also take a moment to like have the the score of Community. We all know what it sounds like playing as we like see the empty classrooms. And it feels like such a natural start to be at the study group, group, you know, with the study group at the table, hanging out. And Abed, of course, brought a metronome with him because he thought that it might accentuate the anxious idleness of our last meeting. Um, I I love this opening. It's perfect. I love that Frankie says we have to rename the group because we're no longer the Save Greendale Committee. Greendale is saved. It's been saved. Mm -hmm. So they're going to have to rename it because Greendale is officially saved. Um, Nipple Dippers starts getting some real traction, Jess. It's perfect. And it's it's Elroy's suggestion. He says the current trend in branding is unique, simplistic, phonetically memorable gibberish. How about Nipple Dippers? All right. So you go and they say nippledippers.com is open, right? Yeah. They can get the domain. let's, Let's go Nipple Dippers. Dippers.com. Uh, the site can't be reached. Oh, that's unfortunate. They should check if there is a that. typo in nippledippers.com. Okay, let me retype it. Double check. Got the dub- all the P's. That's nipper dippers. Nipper dippers. Okay, hold on. N i p p l e d i p p e r s dot c o m. No, nah, it still can't be released. Dang. Now let's try it. N-I-P-P-E-R-D-I-P-P-E-R-S dot com. That also, that site also That's can't be reached. Yeah. Neither nippledippers.com or nipperdippers.com currently have website content. Should we be the nipple dippers? I guess. I mean, I think the real nipple dippers were the friends we <laughs> made along the way. <laughs> Yes, yes. Uh, and, and on this note, Dean says, don't leave yet. I'm almost there. There's a special celebration. He went an entire semester without yeah. wearing a single silly outfit. And so, of course, he has to pull a Joey Tribbiani and wear all of his outfits. At He's once. got like the full regalia. Uh, should we have been yeah. ranking Dean's costumes along the way? Was that like, a mistake? I think there's like a, I think we could have at least tier listed them, but yeah. I also think they don't really come to the forefront until like a few seasons in. And yeah. so we kind of already had established our routine by okay. that, unfortunately. All right. So here he is just covered in stuff. He's like Randy from a Christmas story. He can't put his arms down. Yeah. Yeah. I can't put my arms yeah. down. I love that kid. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, everyone decides nipple dippers are getting drinks at Britta's bar. 
but Elroy is like, you know what? Nah, I got a job in California at LinkedIn because no one uses LinkedIn and we need to figure out why. Oh, no. And it begins. He's starting to leave. People yeah. are starting to peel off, Jess. Yeah. This and they, is it for Elroy, right? We never see that's him it. again. That is it. And they all, all of them kind of leave with the same, like, oh, you'll be back though, right? Yeah, maybe. What does he say? Possibly. Probably. Probably. Yeah. Maybe. Probably. Maybe. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, this is it for Elroy. I feel like, I mean, to to do a little bit of a, you know, celebration of the character of Elroy. Yeah. He really pops off towards the end. I think it's a really fun addition. I wish they'd given him a little bit more to do earlier in the season sure. because I do think like he does pop as a character, but they don't give him a ton until a little bit later. Um, but I do think he's a really fun, like he's older so person fun. character. You yeah, know? he's great. He really brings a great vibe to the show. Keith David is just such a talented performer. He can do really, really intense, uh, serious work. His uh, career as a voice actor uh, and a, yeah. a narrator is really held in high regard by so many people, rightly so. My lowbrow version of that is Goliath from Gargoyles Forever. Uh, he's also Spawn, if you can believe it. And holy crap, he's so good. Uh, so Keith David, incredible uh, dramatically, but also hilarious. Never forget that he's the one who observes the beans going over the Franks uh, in something about Mary. Like, he's just yeah. hilarious, hilarious man. Uh, and his previous contributions to Community, then becoming a full-fledged character on the show, he has been a delight uh, to have here on the show for this final season. And I'm sad to lose him so quickly in the finale. I think that it really works well as like, we need to remove somebody quickly from the narrative that's going yeah. to be a bit of a gut punch, but not so much of a gut punch that you won't be able to get through the rest of the episode. Right. But we need to start getting the viewer on board with the idea that this isn't going to be like it's been. They're not going to go away for summer vacation and come back in the fall. They're never coming back unless the movie happens. Uh, and mm -hmm. so Elroy being the first person to go, I think they got it right. I think they got it right. But I was very sad to see him go. And he's a very, very funny character. Yeah, he's lovely. And uh, yeah, he is. He is the first one to leave. And um, I think you're right. I think he's the right choice to be the, the first one out. Um, but we we go to the I interview bar. him at Ponderosa. <laughs> He's really mad to have gotten voted out first. <laughs> he didn't really like that stray dog that was hanging yeah. around either. They thought that I had all this money from my video game, but I was really just living in a trailer. <laughs> so we're at the bar. And of course, Abed has to make a comment about every time someone takes a shot in billiards, they start a new bar scene. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. I and... think that is how it works. <laughs> and Jeff is like, that was a classy Irish goodbye. Cheers to six years. Uh, Chang is upset that Annie isn't there because she's the only one that gets him. <laughs> uh huh. Is that right? Historically, is Annie the only one who understands Chang? I think she's the most tolerant of Chang in some. She tolerates ways. a lot of these people for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, she had an interview. Um, and everyone in the meantime is talking about well, what's going to happen in season seven? Yeah. And Abed, like, with some uncommon like realism for everyone, says. I don't know how likely a season seven is. Yeah. What show ever peaked after season six? Yes. And uh, <laughs> The Simpsons. Yeah. Seinfeld, South Park, Friends. Friends is where I would say, like, absolutely not. When was absolutely when did Friends not. peak? Uh, in my opinion, I would say between seasons three and five. Okay. Yep. Is that That's when Ross? I, uh, I Ross take you, Rachel. 
No, I take the Emily. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, he says take you Rachel, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He messes up, says Rachel, and he means to, yes. Um, that is, I believe, in season three. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So So we're in the peak. We're in the peak. Uh, yeah. So, uh, and yeah, he says, well, those shows weren't hemorrhaging characters every year. Fair play, of course. Uh, community gets away with a lot because it calls itself out. Uh, and like, I think even in the end, you get to like live in this moment of, okay, is it all right? Like, does it, is it fine because they're calling themselves out? Or is this just like some sort of like flailing self deflection thing from Dan Harmon? Like you leave the show not feeling totally settled in that. Uh, mm-hmm. But at least it is here in the language. And I think uh, I think that that's fun. I'd, I'd rather it be self-aware, even if it's like defend, like defensively self-aware to the point yeah. that it's like weaponized self-awareness. Yeah, of course. And I love this is when we get our Shirley cameo. This is like Abed's version. Is this of enough Shirley? Is this enough Shirley? Um, Surely not. No, I mean, no amount of Shirley is enough. Shirley, exactly. We never got enough Shirley. I guess it would be like, I don't know how they seamlessly slot Shirley in, if not in this like hypothetical pitch land, yeah, versus like. In real life, is she just walking into the bar? You know what I mean? I feel like this makes a lot more sense. Now, would I have enjoyed her in more of the pitches? Yes. Yes. You know, like we could have included her in more of the pitches. Sure. Um, but I'm you know what? I it's I think it's one of those things where I'm just happy she's there. So I don't really I'd rather her be there than not there at all. Yeah, exactly. Of course. And so we have Abed. Even if like they had been able to just get like Donald Glover writing them a note and like he voiced over a note, I would have been happy. Yeah. There's like there's no real Troy content here at all. No, no, it's big, unfortunate. Big demerit. Of course, it's Donald Glover. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah, you kind of get it. He's huge, right? At this point, like he's massive. There's we no, can't, there's we no can't acknowledge him. Is there an acknowledgement that I'm missing? Is there like a stealth mm, Troy shout that I'm not not getting? specifically like not be not yeah. more distinct than like we're hemorrhaging characters? I don't yeah. think. Um, but but this is, this is when we get Abed's version. And so we hear the, it's like, we're going to hear the theme song a bunch of times. And, uh, it's like, it's so silly and meta. I have a placeholder, uh, to set up. It makes analogies look like punchlines. And I love, I just love Britta's absurd reaction. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Just like breaking down, like the comedy structure, like the structure Mm -hmm. of the writing to these scenes, I do think was kind of funny. I wonder, like it it made me wonder, do they just have this on a whiteboard somewhere? Like, is there like somewhere in the filing drawer the like the template for how to do a study room opening and they just like used it? You've seen Dan Harmon's like story circle, like that exists. Yes, correct. Yes, so right. I mean, to a degree, yes, certainly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so Shirley is there. Uh, and it's it's so funny. Like Annie doesn't trust a story, or no, I think it's Shirley never trusts a stories, never have, never will. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. it's yeah. so silly, and she doesn't uh, know if she's gonna get in, uh, get along with Frankie. Yes, and, and then, then changes. His- yeah, lizard, <laughs> fire hydrant, Obama, change. And Dean comes in in a diaper. Yeah. And he's just like standing there. And uh, it's the first time I'm recognizing that Jim Rash is jacked. He is ripped. Ripped. Yeah. Ripped. Out Stealthily of his mind. ripped. Out of his mind. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Not to objectify, but the dude's in a nope. diaper and I can see things. He's ripped. Uh, and of course, the back to real life, Dean is upset about that. Yes. Uh, and uh, Abbott says, things, there's things that have structure. You know, if we stray from it, we're weird. If we stick to it, we're boring. And obviously, 
very meta joke about the show again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and <laughs> this is when we get an F-bomb. We get a Dean. few in this episode. Yeah, but the first F-bomb is yeah. the Dean just calling Abed effed up. Yeah. This is, so is that the first F-bomb in Community ever? I think so. I can't think of another one. And there's yeah. a few in this episode. Mm-hmm. Is it literally just like F it, we're leaving? I think so. And like, <laughs> hey, we're on Yahoo. Who cares? Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah, I guess your so. brain's effed up. Uh, yeah. Very funny. Uh, so now the Dean's turn to pitch. Uh, everyone is nice and has fun and everybody grows together. Yeah, uh, so and he's like, oh, and there's a third black person. Yeah, so now we have black person. Elroy sitting between Annie and Shirley. There's just rando black guy in the corner. And he's just like, stare, like he's so, so rigid. It's like he's like not even a real person. And he's just like staring off into space. It's so ridiculous. Yeah. The acting, I have to give credit to the entire ensemble here that anytime they're in the head of a pitch of yes. someone else, it feels like that character is saying what they're saying, if yes. that makes sense. Like everything these characters are saying in Dean's mind are like, and um, uh, um, like they're really trying to think as he's trying to think. Yes. It's Britta's angry, you should vote or don't vote. Or don't vote. <laughs> Good or times, vote. girl. Good times. Good times. Surely. Yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah and church and singing and street wisdom. Jeff takes yeah. his shirt off and has Dean touch his abs. Yeah. And no one likes that season seven. No. No. Uh, Chang's pitch is that Jeff is going to hit on Britty, Britta, and then Annie. This one was tough for me. This is uh, like very clearly like uh, Rick and Morty adjacent. That's Justin Roiland doing Ice Hi, Cube Mr. Head's Reese. voice. Look and it's at just. Me. It's just like the full on Rick and Morty, which for a lot of reasons right now is just not particularly funny to me. So I didn't love this, but I bet this played really well at the time. Yeah, because it's I'm Ice Cube head, you know, yeah. and and Abed's like, Chang, you're looking at Ice Cubes. That's why you did that. But of course, it's Mr. It's Mr. Meeseeks. That's yeah, it's just Rick and Morty. Is. It's just Rick and Morty. Yeah. Is Rick and Morty happening at this moment in time? Not uh, when yet. Did, when did Rick and Morty uh, start? Rick and Morty began 2013. Oh, it was? Uh, so, yeah. So, Rick and Morty was happening. Rick and oh Morty was Oh, my gosh. Happening. I don't know why I didn't so. think there was overlap there. It does feel a little bit like, all right, well, if you're going to miss this, we're going to be over here. Yeah, uh, come with like, us over here. Well, all right. Yeah. Okay. Um, and lastly, uh, Dean comes in and he's dancing in a diaper. <laughs> yeah. He's it's dancing perfect. in a diaper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Jeff no. is not having fun with most, most of this. No, because they're like, none of them are really thinking through like what it actually would look like. And it doesn't seem like it's going to look like anything. It's not going to happen. Yeah. And so this is when Annie comes in and she's really excited because she got the internship. She's going to intern for the FBI and she's going to be in DC for the entire summer. And this is, again, we get the second version of, oh yeah, I'll be back. Maybe, probably, probably. maybe. And now Jeff is like, Okay, back to the drawing board He's because uh, Jeff obviously has been holding the torch for Annie all this time. We well, got to we, we got to try and Ross and Rachel this thing one last time, Jess. Okay, listen, there is okay, like he does get upset because it's Annie, but I also think this is now the second person who has said, "Oh, I'll maybe be back, probably maybe," and he's recognizing a pattern. And I think that's when it hits him, right? Elroy is kind of like, "I haven't known you that long. We're not that close. It's okay." Yeah, yep. he's really close with Annie, and I think he's starting to notice a pattern of people leaving, and he's not okay with it. This is bad. This you is know? bad for for Jeff. Uh, I guess I do still go back to just like a few episodes ago when he had his eureka already of like, "I've made." Yeah. 
yep. piece of the fact that I'm going to be the last one here. And I feel like that maybe came too early. I feel like maybe we needed to save that for here because like clearly he hadn't made peace with that. Yes, but whatever. I it's think- fine. Move on. We can keep going. <laughs> I don't need I to critique think- the finale. This is stupid. What am I doing? It's perfect. I hear you. It didn't do I just anything think it's wrong. different when you think you've confronted it versus actually confronting it, sure, right? And I think that's yeah. what he's dealing with. And so uh, we have his yeah. version of a season seven. <laughs> well, we hear what his version of a season seven is, and it's a nightmare for him. Uh, yeah, he doesn't yeah. like what he sees. It's him still here with Garrett and Leonard and Vicky and Dave and Todd. And Todd is talking about how you can shove a human head through like a, what was it? Like a six, a inch, six inch drain pipe. Drain pipe. Just kidding, pal. And he holds on that for so long. It's he's so Todd he's crazy. He's a murderer. Yeah, he's uh, wild. I prefer the librarian. Uh, so Seth Green is here as well. And he's Scrunch. Yeah. What do you think of that for a nickname? Scrunch. It's not as good as mulch, I don't think. I think mulch beats scrunch. Yeah, yeah. Team mulch yeah. over over team scrunch. Yeah, uh, he plays but, a tech billionaire who bought Greendale. Yeah. Um, he says it's Jeff's job to work here and it's their job to party. Yeah, and everyone laughs about leaving Jeff behind. Yes, yes. Uh, so Jeff is gonna go back to the bar. I'm just taking it back. Uh, and hey, Annie, we're trying to figure out how season seven works. Let's figure it out. And so we're gonna get some more season seven pitches. Yeah, um, it, like this is Jeff's version where he's talking about he made the insane clown posse look like the well-adjusted clown posse because he was having such a fun time the night before. Britt is looking for an e-cigarette. Annie is commuting from the FBI headquarters to Greendale and she's like, it's too much. I'm just going to move back in. It's fine. Yeah. And then, of course, like because Jeff knows this isn't the right move for Annie, even in his inner monologue, Annie is saying, why am I doing this? Why is this the right move for me? Um, And then he like kills off Britta's parents, but she gets really upset about. No, doesn't love that. That's bad. Mm -hmm. Uh, But like you need an emotional hook, I guess. Yeah, sure. I kill someone. Yeah. And Britta reminds everyone they need law at Greendale. Remember the ass crack bandit. And this is when we get like the most, uh, the thing that would lead people to believe that it is Annie is she's just like, ah, ha, 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 yeah, remember yeah. that? Okay, so there's like, there's definitely some like textual evidence that Annie is the ass crack bandit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I that's my favorite theory besides the one Do where you, everyone does, everyone is that. You, it's yeah, it's like a, it's, it's like the murder on the Orient Express of ass crack banditing. Like yes. everyone was the ass crack bandit all along. Spoilers. Yeah, uh, do you think that it was Annie though? Is that where you leave with this finale having I think Annie so. in this moment? Yeah. I like it. I mean, I know some people are like love the it's better not to know. Yeah. Um, but I I enjoy the idea of Annie being the ass crack bandit. Okay. Well, yeah. all right. Well, let's get another vision of season seven of what season seven would look like. Yeah, Britta's is really tragic. <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh, she she's on the phone and she says, guess what, Senator? You were allowed to call us terrorists before we moved to international waters, but we are a nation now. So I get, and then another F-bomb. Yeah. This is effing war. Yeah, two Fs. Yeah, yeah. And Dean comes in in like a businesswoman's outfit. He has like a, a skirt suit situation happening. Um, And yeah, like this is, I don't know. This is like- I'm not I- a joke anymore. I'm strictly transgender. I'm not all this other stuff. I represent the transgender community and it's a real thing. That's what Dean says. This is like Britta's interpretation of yes. how all this goes. So this is the show like taking aim at like Britta's like uh, hollow virtue signalism, I think is what they're going yeah. for here. 
kind of fell flat for me, but whatever, you know. It doesn't really work, I would say, in today's day and age as much. And I, but I do like the dean being upset about it. Yeah, he didn't love it. All this other stuff. He didn't love it. He didn't love it. He didn't love that. It's like the, it's like the gay dean, right? Where he's just like, "This is not all I am." Like that doesn't even begin to cover it. Yeah, he is all this other stuff. That's what the dean is. That's what he says. That's his checkbox. All the other stuff. Yeah, and he wants Pelton. He says, I'd rather take the diaper, (laughs) (laughs) which says a lot, you know? So Frankie says she wouldn't watch that. And everyone's like, all right, Frankie, well, what do you got? Frankie's is my favorite. Frankie's is hysterical. Everyone is boring. And they're all just like, hello, hello, hello. hello." And then Chang farts. And then he just goes, and so on. And so on. Yeah, because she knows that it's a little too boring. So we need to insert some farts into it. Yeah, Frankie's uh, and, is incredible. And Chang is farting IRL. Tracks for me. Tracks. Yeah. 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 He Careful seems like a public tracks. farter. Yeah, definitely a public farter. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this is it's it's turning out that this is very difficult to do. Uh and Abed says that TV defeats its own purpose when it's pushing an agenda or trying to defeat other TV or being proud or ashamed of itself for existing. It's TV. It's comfort. It's a friend you've known so well and for so long that you just let it be with you. And it needs to be okay for it to have a bad day or a phone in day. And it needs to be okay for it to get on a boat with LeVar Burton and oh, never there's come the back. Troy. There's the trailer. Because eventually it all will. I'm fine. Britta's crying. Britta really liked her pitch. She was really sad. That no yeah. <laughs> I mean, I really love this speech from Abed. Yeah, it's because great. Because it it's feels great. like this is who Abed is and this is what he believes. And not only that, but like, gosh, we're a a podcast, you know, community that talks about television so much um, in media in general, that this feels so true, right? Like there are shows that we, that we watch for certain reasons. Right. And maybe comfort is, is one of them. And I do think some shows do feel like a friend that you've known forever. Certain characters feel like friends that you've known forever. And I love that that is coming, that not only are we getting this speech, but that it's coming from Abed because it does feel like you must think that Abed feels very lonely, especially after Troy leaves. He has a community of friends, but no one quite understands him the way Troy does. Yeah. And I think he is someone like probably you and I that does look for comfort in television and TV characters. And obviously the meta-ness of it all works very well as well. Yeah. But I, I really love this speech from him. I think the thing that I uh, really uh, felt the most and that I'm not always good about myself as like a viewer and a consumer of this stuff and a commentator about this stuff is like sometimes TV needs to be able to have a bad day. Like sometimes TV needs yeah. to be able to just phone it in. Those are real life human beings, Greendale human beings going to work each and every day trying to make us feel anything other than the horrors of existence. <laughs> you know, like yeah. they are coming out here and that's their service. That's their job. It's a service industry in so many different ways, which is why the strikes that are happening right now as we are recording these words are so important and the issues that are being demonstrated there and spoken to um, are so critical for us to, to understand and I think really highlight the humanity underneath the arts and creating a show that absolutely classifies as part of the arts community is an important show for people a really important show for people and part of that relationship with the making of tv if you were really able to lean in and have empathy for the creation of the process is like 
sometimes like a writer walked in and like a loved one had passed away the other week or someone yeah. came to work and they had food poisoning or whatever, or they're tired or the process of making this stuff is so hard and the yeah. circumstances and the conditions in which they're working in are so difficult and not fair. And yet they're still asked to do the job. And I think that it's very easy to just like pile on a bad show and some shows are rather bad. Like some shows right, are but I do really think... bad. But sometimes, like, I feel like with the shows that you really love, you cannot help but hold them to these really high standards. But it's this this speech does feel like a good reminder of like, yeah, but you gotta like let it go a little bit and just like know that they're trying. Everyone's trying. Everybody's they're all human, trying, right? You know? Like, and that's if you you have to think about like, if you didn't allow yourself to have an off day, like, like why, why we need to be able to give it. those people an off day too. Like everyone has bad days. Yeah. You don't always happens. get it. You don't always get it. Yeah. Not every joke lands. Not every point is salient. Sometimes you misspeak. Sometimes you misspeak wildly. Sometimes you think you have like a really good idea. That's actually pretty bad. And maybe you should have run it past someone. And these things happen. And um, I think that in regards to to television, I think often it can just be like, well, the show sucks now. And it's like there's like actual human consequence behind some of it. So it helps me think about like season four of this show specifically mm -hmm. of like really difficult circumstances making that show. And I think that I was trying to think about that a bit while we were watching season four is like there were these moments where it's like they're trying. They're studying the tape. They're going back and looking at the game footage. You know, at the very least, they're trying. They have a very difficult, unenviable task. These dudes didn't fire Dan Harmon, you know? Uh, yeah. And I, I think, like, it could be really hard to get there. And it could just be so easy to be, like, broad brush, like, this is terrible. This is bad. This wasn't good. Mm. And they should burn forever in a fire. Uh, and then you say it like that, like, you got a little, like, witchy frog in your voice. In a fire. Um, but you shouldn't. And you should recognize what TV actually is. It's here to take you out for like a walk. You know, it's here to yeah. like take you for a stroll, locate you somewhere else for a little while because things are difficult. Sometimes things aren't difficult and you still just need to rely on this kind of a thing. And it's, uh, it's a powerful expression from the character that has throughout the show been the one who has been the avatar for this stuff. This has been like, the, this is the most Abed-y Abed moment of season six. And I wish we'd had so much more of it, but maybe there is a piece of it that is even more powerful because we didn't have enough of it. That it's yeah. like, okay, my guy woke up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is Abed. This is no. everything that we've come to know and love about Abed wrapped up in one statement about television. Um, and so Jeff has a response to this and he says, I, I have a pitch. Everyone is now a teacher. He's got a very lazy season seven. He's yeah. got like, he's got like, everyone goes to Beverly Hills University. Everyone goes to University of Sunnydale. Like everyone yeah. just gets to stick around. We're going to be fine. You are a teacher. You're a teacher. You're a teacher. It's the new class. Uh, yeah. Annie, Annie, you'll teach terminology. Uh -huh. <laughs> and she says, I'm a grown up and I'm hot, but not yeah. little girl hot. I'm happy. And we're all together. And it makes sense. And it makes sense. Uh, and Jeff is the dean. And Dean has gone to Dean school. That bit I like. That bit yeah. I think is pretty funny. Uh, Frankie, by the way, I'm a lesbian. It's why I haven't hit on Jeff. It's just such a Jeff thing to throw through yep. Frankie. Yep. Unreal. Unreal. Yeah, and Dean is like, "Would you be telling me what to do?" Because I might, I might enjoy that. Yes. Uh, and Jake's like, "I'm mellow and relatable." He likes that. Yeah, yeah. and Annie does miss wearing skirts. Everyone and Jeff, likes this. How do we make it real? 
Yeah, but then Abed says, oh, but I'm moving to L.A. I got a yeah. job as a PA on a Fox show set in a video game studio. It's like 30 Rock meets IT Crowd meets, well, me. I'm growing up. I'm growing up. Abed's growing up. He's changing. Uh, and when Jeff asks if he's coming back, maybe, probably, maybe. But what about six seasons in a movie, Jess? Yeah, I think that... Jeff sees Abed as one of the the people that's holding everything together, right? Yeah. Like he's he was an integral part in making the study group a community, making the study yeah. group a group. And for the him, show cannot survive the loss of Abed. Exactly. Even so if for, Abed is subpar, the show cannot continue on without Abed. And he thinks that like. Abed leaving is the the true end of it because he's the one who always said six seasons in a movie. He yeah. always talked about what his next season looked like. Yes. And so for him to be leaving on top of Annie leaving, I think this is just like what pushes Jeff to the brink, which is where in Jeff's mind, we see him repeatedly choking out different Abeds. Very funny. Uh, the choking yeah. of many different Abeds. Very Homer and Bart. Uh, mm -hmm. Loved it. Thought that was great. Yeah. Very yeah. And then in the bar, Jeff gets up and leaves because he's so upset and Chang really farts upset. and then goes and so on. And so on. Uh, yeah. So we get to the final movement of community. Uh, and it is Jeff going to the study hall. This is sort of classic. Uh, yeah. Like, let's say goodbye to the final set piece. Uh, you know, saying goodbye to the Seaver house in Growing Pains or whatever. And Jeff first goes to his mind palace where he and Annie have married. They have a child named Sebastian who comes running out. Okay, back to your child area. That's perfect. And you just hear him go, yay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and yeah, yeah and back to your child area i think what what i love most about these little mind movies that jeff has is like even in his dream worlds like the reality is seeping in right like yeah we have him saying i love you to annie and her asking is this what you really want like right. it, you know and he doesn't know what annie wants because he's too preoccupied with what he wants and how much it's going to hurt him if everyone leaves how much is going to hurt him when annie leaves is he's not looking at listen you are established here you're a professor at greendale a lot of these people's lives are just getting started yeah and you have to let them leave the nest you yeah. know yeah yep it's sad i mean I love one of the reasons I love this finale so much is I'm this sure it's the Annie content. It's here. the Annie yeah. content. It's good. It's really good. Yeah. So Annie comes in, uh, and Jeff is the only one in the study room, and she notices he left like a little weirdly. Uh, she says, "Listen, it's gonna be fine." Um, she says, "I I don't want to be fine. I want to be 25 and heading out into the world. I want to fall asleep on a beach and be able to walk the next day or stay up all night on accident. I want to wear a white T-shirt without looking like I forgot to get dressed. I want to be terrified of AIDS. I want to have an opinion about those boring ass Marvel movies. They really take a couple of shots about the Marvel movies, it's and like so back funny. then, I probably would have been like, come on, they're actually so much better than the smartest blockbusters. And now I'm like, they suck." They like I'm ready to now just say yeah. It's good. really funny that it's like full circle. I feel like I've now grown up and I'm ready to say yeah. Marvel's bad now. It's yeah. just bad. I can make no excuses. Yeah, and this is so that was Jeff saying that, and Annie says I I want to live in the same home for more than a year. Order wine without feeling nervous. Have a resume yeah. full of crazy mistakes instead of crazy lies. I want stories and wisdom and perspective. 
I want to have so much behind me. I'm not that I'm not a slave to what's in front of me, especially those flavorless, flavorless unremarkable, unremarkable Marvel, Marvel movies, movies, which is a risk. If she says that it's riskier for her to say that than it is yeah. for Jeff to say that. And uh, look no further than the fact that uh, I don't think Alison Brie ever got a Marvel movie. You know? so, no. uh, and I do believe she was up for Sharon Carter once upon a time. So, yeah. You know, she would made a great Sharon Carter. Yeah, but her life is better this way, I think. No, of course. Yep. Uh, and so, yeah, she says, and this is what I love. She says there are pressures on her that Jeff doesn't have to live under if he yeah. just accepts his age, which has been an ongoing thing the entire show that Jeff has always, always, always had a problem with yes. being his actual age and appearing to be his actual age. Uh, and I, I just, I really like this moment. I know not everyone loves the Jeff and Annie of it all. But where I stand with it at this point is now that Annie is a little older, right? She is now 25. Granted, Jeff is a professor, so we have that kind of issue happening. Um, I really like that they both feel more mature to me, especially Annie. Annie of season one is not saying these things. She's thinking, oh, my God, Jeff likes me. Oh, my gosh, I want to kiss him. She's not thinking these mature, wise thoughts that she has here. Um, and I, I really like this moment. And I mean, do I think it's a little fan servicey? Yes, of course. I it mean, is. anybody who Go loves down. Jeff and Annie loves this moment where she says, I think you should kiss me goodbye, or you might regret it for the rest of your life. She says, I'll regret the kiss for a week. I'm in my twenties. Who cares? And so they do. Yeah. And yeah. it's, you know, it's sweet enough. Sure. Fine. Like and I'm not good chemistry. I'm not going to throw up hands about this one. And I think that there is something really powerful that's being talked about, about like, um, whether it's accepting your age or whatever, just like self-acceptance, like, and being like, you're, you're being really hard on yourself. And like, you could be a little less hard on yourself if you could just like be good with yourself. Like if you could try and just accept that you are who you are and the life that you're living is the life that you're living and you can make it what you want it to be, but there are certain fundamentals that exist and you have to accept their reality. You can't not, you can't reject their reality and be happy. And I think that there is, um, there's a lot of power in that idea, I think. And for Alison Brie to be the one who gets to convey that, she's so good, works for me for sure. Yeah, I think the thing that, the reason I love it so much is because this entire show, right, the entire series, Jeff has wanted, he's always played like he's younger, he's wanted to be younger, and he's the exact opposite. She's always wanted to be older. She's always been aging herself up and like having such high expectations for herself of her drive to succeed and do well. And she has come full circle to the point where she says, I'm just 25. Like, I want to make mistakes. Season one, Annie is not saying that. She is not wanting to make any mistakes, you know? It took me much longer than it took Annie to realize that life is full of mistakes. Like, you you know, you're not going to be perfect at everything. And that's good because mistakes are lessons. Mistakes are fun. You know, it's okay. And so for her to be learning that and teaching it also to Jeff and saying, you need to grow up. And I need to realize that I'm only 25 yeah. and that's going to take us in opposite directions. Now that doesn't necessarily mean they won't come back together at some point in their lives, but for right now, they're not, they're not going to be near each other as much as they were for a while. I guess I was like slightly surprised and ultimately glad, but slightly surprised because we had set up that Jeff had never left Colorado before. Part of me yeah. kind of thought that he was going to leave too. Not necessarily even with Annie, but just leave generally. Um, and he doesn't. I guess maybe that's like a future adventure or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so this is when everyone else comes in. They all they, come in. Yeah, they want to say goodbye to the room. room. 
Abba yeah. does six cools, one cool for each season. Then Chang asks him to try it again. And as he does, he farts. Um, <laughs> TMI time, by the way. This is just to be like, so Chang and I are like like uh, predestined darling star-crossed yes. lovers across space and time. This is really TMI. In my real life, while I was watching the episode, I farted at the same exact time that Chang farted. And it was not a bit. It was not a bit. I just I, I let out a little, wild. I let during out a little the fourth, fa- during the fourth cool. Yeah, I let out a little toot when Chang tooted, and I it couldn't believe joke? that it happened. Uh, but it's an inside joke between me and Chang, and now here Perfect. I am talking about how I farted once here That's on a podcast. An inside joke. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it was an inside joke that went outside. <laughs> so how about that? Okay. I love this bit. I think it's so funny. I I love I love that he farts during. He's like, oh, yeah. it's, it's an inside joke. Yeah, inside joke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I Frankie again, like the I love Frankie in this episode specifically. I think she f- feels like she fits so well in this episode, specifically yeah. this moment where she says we should all just think of what our own personal season sevens are going to look like and just not tell anyone. They could be for ourselves. I don't know. And maybe that's like a little cheesy and sappy, but like. I really enjoy that. Like everyone, let's just stand here for a second together and think about maybe if we were all here together next year, what it would look like. Sure. And so if we see them though, they're not going to happen. So we don't see them, but we do see Jeff's. So Jeff's is not going to happen. And Jeff's was that he was just going to be head of a study group with a bunch of young women who all have red hair and they all have individuality, except for the rest of them are just the redheaded ones, even though they're all the redheaded ones. And he's not going to be uh, interested in any of them. And he's going to be emotionally equipped when they leave. He's sort of a hero that way now. Yeah. 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 It's perfect. It's hilarious. It's stupid. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh and this is when he says that uh they all cha- saved his life and changed it forever and they do a big group hug. And this moment I don't understand. I don't understand. There's a couple of there. So there are a couple of moments in the finale and it's the final episode of community. And I'm not going to spend all my time being like, I don't know about that. But like, this is also one that didn't work for me. Uh, The Chang doing the gay. Like we didn't have to do this again. For sure. It it feels like the show is trying to be like backpedal a bit. And the reason he did that the whole time is because he's actually gay. Yeah. I don't know. It just feels like a strange note to like just insert here into this like i we think i just had the group hug it's fine sometimes uh community i think was in was afraid to be too sincere like i think that there is like a fear of too much sincerity that is like really clearly imbued in the author of community uh, yeah. And I think that that ends up on the show as well. Like, it's like, there's just no world in which we can make it so, so sappy. Even the very final note of community, the the board game commercial mm-hmm. is an expression of like, we can't be that sincere. And sometimes the show is bad. And sometimes the show is good. And also, I don't know that I should even be doing this. And people told me I should do like the whole, like, you know, the entirety of it. Like, we couldn't have even left this just on the note of like, life goes on. And a few of these people will still be at Britta's bar. Uh, so like they have to have this joke in there as well because otherwise it's just a little too sweet. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like sometimes it's okay to be a little too sweet, uh, and I think that the show was a little afraid of that. Finale. The show was a little afraid of that along the way. Yeah, it's okay. It's a series finale. You're yeah. allowed to like have an emotional beat. You yeah. know. Yeah. That being said, a legit game was, was kind of funny to me. Just like the delivery. The of delivery the line, was was great. Know? A legit game. <laughs> Yeah, the way he says <laughs> to it. To be crazy. fair, uh, but I do think like we could have been sincere. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay to be sincere sometimes. It's all yeah. right. Yeah. 
Uh, and this is when we get like a really lovely moment where Jeff is dropping off Annie and Abed at the airport and he hugs Annie and then he hugs Abed and then he gives Abed an extra hug. And I don't, something about the Jeff and Abed relationship is just so special. And because they're kind of like the two founding members of the study group in a way, um, I really love the extra hug. I just, I think that it's Jeff's way of being like, okay, what, just one more, one more for the road before it's all over, you know? Yep. 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 So, um, yeah. They hug it out. They say their goodbyes. And then it's Jeff, Frankie, Chang, Dean, and Britta. They're Mm -hmm. still at Greendale. Cheers. Drinking away. That's the last we have ever seen of those characters. Hashtag Mm -hmm. and a movie. So TBD uh, announced, announced, apparently written, Mm -hmm. uh, not in production, We'll see. Yeah. See what happens. See what happens. Life has happened. We'll see. Yeah. And then we get an extra, extra meta uh, end credits scene where it's community. The hit show is now a hit board game. Uh, And we get this whole like disclaimer at the end. The the whole thing is so absurd. Absurd. Do you want to read it? You got it? Yeah. Yeah. Dice not included. Some assembly required. Lines between perception, desire, and reality may become blurred, redundant, or interchangeable. Characters may hook up with no regard for your emotional investment. Some episodes too conceptual to be funny. Some too funny to be immersive. And some so immersive that they still aren't funny. Consistency between seasons may vary. Viewers may be measured by a secret (laughs) obsolete system based on selected participants keeping handwritten journals of what they watch. Show may be canceled and moved to the internet where it turns out tens of millions were watching the whole time may not matter. Fake commercial may end with disclaimer gag, which may descend into vain Chuck Lorre-esque rant by narcissistic creator. Creator may be unstable. Therapist may have told creator this is not how you make yourself a good person. Life may may pass uh, by while we ignore or mistreat those close to us. Those close to us may be those watching those people may want to know that i love them but i may be incapable of saying it contains pieces the size of a child's esophagus yeah like i get it and i think like it's very uh it's a real expression of this person's humanity uh is what i'll say yeah like i think it's like a very clear expression of who this person fundamentally is and i think speaks to the sincerity piece of it that like this is how they uh this is how they do sincere this is what sincerity yeah. looks like to them. Uh, it's, you know, wrapped in all these metatextual layers that Abed says may give you some comfort, but that's not necessarily reality. So even mm. within this episode, I think structurally and like the final note of community reflects that maybe maybe Dan Harmon wasn't quite ready to do what Jeff Winger ends up doing by the end of the show. Yeah. And that's because that's a real person versus a fictional person. Um, I don't love it. I don't love the final thing. I am going to ultimately, because it's pass or fail, give it streets ahead for two reasons. Mm -hmm. One, I'm not going to give the final one streets behind unless it's objectively very bad. And then two, when the father turns to the child, he goes, you idiot. Don't you know what this means? Like, (laughs) We're not real. (laughs) We're not real. And we've never been real. And we've just been characters created for like that slayed me. That piece of it I thought was very, very funny. Uh, Really. Yeah. Um, as someone who uses humor, like, uh, to mask emotion as a defense mechanism, like I get it, obviously not sure. to the same degree as like your Dan Harmon's, but, um, I love it. I think I especially love the shout out to the, the fans, you know, move to the internet where it turns out tens of millions were watching the whole time. Like, I just, I love the shout out that like, you are the community that allowed community to continue. It was the fans. And obviously, like, Dan Harmon being a good person is neither here nor there and, like, yeah, what sure. he's done, right? Um, But 
I, I really like it. I think it's funny. And especially the, uh, you idiot. Like, <laughs> you were not real. That part really um, kills me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's good. Very, very funny. Uh, and I expect I'm in the minority on this one. Uh, I think most people do like it. Yeah. Ultimately ahead. Um, some final bits of feedback here for this episode of Community. The great Eric Divestein writes in and says, it may not be the most funny episode. It may not be the most exciting, but it is the most perfect episode, if that makes sense. It accomplishes everything the series finale for Community should accomplish. It perfectly captures the mixed emotions that I can very much relate to of the ending of one chapter of life and the beginning of another. It is the most self-aware episode of them all, which skillfully allows Jeff's feelings about this ending stand in for an audience's feelings about the show's ending. Abed's speech about TV perfectly captures it. I can't ne neglect to mention the end tag is wild and absolutely one of my favorites. Um, the Wisecrack, the Wisecrack Bandit did something crazy. Uh, Wild Wisecrack <laughs> Bandit asked ChatGPT to pitch a hypothetical seventh season of Community. We have two of those episodes highlighted here. Yes. Season seven, episode one, Campus Crusaders. Uh, do you want to read this one, Jeff? Yeah. As the new semester begins, Jeff, Britta, and Chang return to Greendale. They are joined by Dean Pelton and Frankie as they welcome two fresh faces. Evelyn Hayes, played by Aubrey Plaza, a snarky yet insightful philosophy professor with a penchant for challenging societal norms. And Sam Owens, played by Donald Glover, a charismatic, free-spirited musician who becomes the new music instructor Sweet. at Greendale. So the idea <laughs> is that Donald Glover would return... But a play different a different character. character. Now, is yep. Sam Owen secretly Troy in disguise, or I is guess. it just actually a different character? In my mind, it's 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 in a disguise. <laughs> yeah, I love I love it either way. It's uh, funny, incredible. Yeah. Uh, and then one other episode highlight uh, for this theoretical Chat GPT written seventh season of Community, season seven, episode five, the Lily Parker experiment, Jess. Yeah, a brilliant and eccentric young biology professor joins the group, played by Zoe Dooch. I think it's I think it's probably supposed to be is Dutch. It, Dutch I, think, Dutch. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, her experiments take a bizarre turn when she accidentally transforms Chang into a giant lizard during a lab mishap. The group must find a way to reverse the transformation before the campus campus becomes a lizard-filled disaster. Wow. Uh, I will say one of the other ones that I didn't include had Chang getting Chingnesia again. Uh huh. <laughs> I was like, why? Why are we great. doing this again? Unreal. Uh, all right. Uh, we got a really long uh, final essay from Riley, the essayist. We're excerpting it, but we love hearing from you, Riley. Uh, Riley wrote in and said, the final episode of Community is my personal favorite series finale of all time. The meta humor, the ridiculous experimental nature of the episode. Nothing could feel more community than the series finale being these characters pitching what a seventh season would be before the show itself concluding. It was time to let go. It was time to end. It was time to say goodbye. Hashtag and a movie. Um, one final bit of feedback from the great Jankinator. Jank writes in, I think this is essentially the perfect finale from an emotional standpoint, hitting all the needed beats. It works well on both a direct and meta level. The end of college means moving on, where new life opportunities emerge and relationships get redefined. Friendships are no longer a daily fact of life, but a more distant endeavor that take much more work to maintain contact but which still can hold a deep spiritual bond. Does that resonate with your college experience, Jess? Um, no. <laughs> no, but I didn't have the normal yeah. uh, college experience. Sure, I, sure. I commuted to college, right, so right. I didn't have that that college experience. Yeah, so. mm -hmm. yeah. I made what I called semester-long friendships. Semester-long friendships is nice. And uh, then we said our goodbyes never to meet never again. Never to meet again. Never to meet again. <laughs> it was fine. 
Uh, all right, one last time into the Meow Meow Beans breach. Though I would love to, uh, in a in an episode after this one, I would like to survey the Meow Meow Beans throughout our run on community. Yes. I think that would be very fun to do. I'd like to see what the cumulative scores are, mm-hmm. the mean, the median, mm-hmm. the mild. Uh, I'd like to do it all. <laughs> Every last bit on the Scoville yep. level of Meow Meow Beans. Um, yeah. It's just going to be fives across the board, right? I mean, I don't, I really don't know how to differentiate. I mean, like, certainly. It's the end of the show. I mean, you, I know it's like to, a little I, like. I feel like if I, if I disliked anyone's like send off or where they ended up, maybe I would split hairs here. Yeah. But I really love where they all ended up. And so I don't, I can't, I simply cannot and I shan't. Okay. So you're a five for everybody. Um, do we want the happy ending or the chaotic ending now? Oh, Lord. Um, what do we think? I mean, chaos, right? Do we vote for chaos or do we vote for a happy ending? I'll vote for chaos. Okay, so let's vote for chaos. So you are fives across the board for everybody. Uh, yeah. And as a result, as you are fives across the board for absolutely everybody, this is how the rankings currently stand heading into the finale of Community, or at least heading into my Meow Meow Beans for the finale. Mm-hmm. Abed is bringing it up in the back. Abed is the sixth place vote getter of the Meow Meow Beans here for Community Season 6, despite yeah. a really terrific final episode for yes. Abed. I shall also give him five Meow Meow Beans. Okay. Five Meow five Meow to- Beans five for Abed. go to Abed. He's terrific. In fifth place for Season 6... Jeff Winger uh, with 110.5 Meow Meow Beans. So much of the emotional weight of this episode is threaded through his perspective. Um, I think um, underrated. And I don't know. I don't know a lot about his history or his career. I can only speak to the fact that when I knew that Joel McHale was on a TV show as like a character and not himself, I was surprised to hear it. And I just yeah, thought of him on as the soup or guy, whatever. Yeah. yeah. And so like, it's been a nice discovery for me along the way that, no, he can act. He's very funny, obviously, and very charming. But sometimes there are moments where he could really just act. Uh, and I think it's a really great Jeff episode. He shall also get five Meow Meow Beans for me. Um, so Jeff is still in fifth place. Uh, 115 and a half Meow Meow Beans for Jeff at this point. Um, mm-hmm. Annie. I'm not going to do anything bad with Annie. Annie gets five Meow Meow Beans. Of course, she gets an interview with the FBI. She gets to have this incredible moment at the end with Jeff where she is going to really solidify the, like, we got to move on. It doesn't mean it's over, but we got to accept who we are. Like, she has such a big piece of this here at the mm-hmm. end of Community that I I love. I adore. I think it's terrific from Annie. Annie in fourth place, 117.5 Meow Meow Beans. Shang. Now, Chang's probably of the main characters, my least favorite in this episode, but we farted at the same time. Five Meow Meow Beans. We farted at the same time. Five Meow Meow We farted at the same time. Five Meow Meow Okay, Britta. Out of context, you sound like a lunatic. <laughs> uh, Britta Perry. Uh, Britta, I think, so I think the meme has been that Chang is my favorite character on Community. I think that my real favorite character on Community is Britta. I think that Britta has has been such a delight. Uh, Britta, for me, has been like such an incredible source of extraordinary comedy. I think Gillian Jacobs went for it 
nonstop. And she's another person who, like, I know can be a really terrific, dramatic actress. And I yes. feel like the biggest surprise for me, because, like, my biggest exposure to her before Community was love. And I love was, love. It's oh, often, my gosh. Yes. It's often a very funny show. Uh, I would say, like, primarily it's a comedy, but it's like a rom-com that can get really serious. And There's her character to it. has yeah. a lot of intense uh, subject, subject matter to go through. So I knew that she could act. And I don't know that I knew that she could just, like, be such a, like, she could sell me on being such a goofball just mm -hmm. like such a goofball and i think it hasn't been a surprise uh or or at the very least i think it is validating in some ways and it says something that of like the original core members of the community cast not only has she been in like the upper tier of the meow meow beans all season long it's been very much with some distance from uh her three compatriots in annie jeff and abed that i think mm -hmm. of the original crew Britta number one and uh, not close. So obviously five meow meows for Britta here. Uh, the uh, like the the absurd shenanigans or whatever it is that she says. Absurd v reaction. Very 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 funny. This brings us to Dean Pelton, and it is, is toit right who now. Is, who is currently number one? on the Meow Meow Beans leaderboard. And to remind everybody what Dean's journey has been, Dean was not eligible for the Meow Meow Beans until season three because he was not a series regular. Right. He is the person through which we pioneered the Dean's List. Mm -hmm. The Dean's List was born because of Dean, and that's a point for guest actors. And he was the reigning champion of his own list. For the first two seasons, the only two times he was eligible for such a thing. Mm -hmm. um, I still, then this is part of why I'm really curious to survey the cumulative Meow Meow Beans someday to find out if he, uh, who, who got further, him or Chang, long term. Mm -hmm. I'd love to know. I don't want to know right now, but I do want to know. So I've given everyone five Meow Meow Beans. Currently, as it stands, Britta is in second place with 136.5 Meow Meow Beans. And without giving Dean a single additional point, she is the reigning champion of season six, which would make it the second time that she's won the Meow Meow Beans. And the only time someone has won twice. And the only time someone has won twice. Um, Dean currently has 135 Meow Meow Beans. So 1.5 Beans separating Britta and the Dean. Yeah, we're, we're Jim Rash's abs enough. And so, well, I'm having trouble. I'm having some, I'm having a hard time. Yeah. Because what I really want to do in my heart of hearts is award him no points so that Britta <laughs> can be the meow meow queen. Um, I really, really, and mathematically the choice is mine. I, the choice I, is yours. I have locked in my scores. I am not changing them. I really, really, really want Britta to be the Meow Meow Queen. And you would swipe that crown from the Dean, who's never had it before. He's never had it before. He's never had it. He's never had it before. Mm -hmm. He's obviously, like, if everyone else is getting a five, like, obviously the logical thing to do, the kind thing to do, would also be to give him five Meow Meow Beans. Mm -hmm. Was he the MVP of season six? We're not talking about math right now. We're talking about gut. You know, we're talking about the gut call here, Jess. Was Dean the MVP of season six, would you say? I think it's kind of a toss-up. Like, I oh, let me say it this way. I think he's had better seasons than season six, 
But season six isn't anybody's best season. Mm -hmm. So it's hard. It's hard to say. I think that Britta being as great as she is in season six, when so much else about community either like had gone a little bit off the rails or just wasn't exactly what it was once upon a time. Mm -hmm. I do think that Britta continued to just be like this fountain of delight. Yeah. Uh, just like this, uh, this never ending, like she, she was pouring the, the drinks. She was pouring the beverages. She was, uh, she was feeding the beans to everybody. She kept us nourished. She kept us fed full of beans. I'm going to give Dean Pelton a single meow meow bean, which means that by a half a bean, <laughs> Britta Perry will be the meow meow bean queen of season six and the meow meow queen of community. That's the choice that I'm making. We vote for chaos. Britta for the win. It's done. It's Britta Perry. It's Britta Perry. It's Britta. It's Britta. Uh, you can call it rigged because it kind of is. <laughs> Ariel in the chat says, and Jesus <laughs> legit. What? <laughs> you can call it rigged. I call it math. Uh, <laughs> you and... call it rigged. I call it math. <laughs> I'm not I'm not super upset like sure. listen I love Britta Britta yeah. is a character who I think Britta and Shirley rose the most in my estimation this isn't on like this that rewatch. time that like Chang it had reached a point with several episodes to go where if I had chosen so it was mathematically impossible for Chang to not be the meow meow being king and I almost was just gonna put my thumb on the scale every single time but you kept giving him points too so I didn't feel so bad about it so I was happily yeah. giving him five points and so Chang had like solidified his uh, case as being the head of the meow meow yeah. probably like five or six mm -hmm. episodes still to go this isn't quite that yeah not quite not terribly far off uh Todd said he calls it rigged math uh-huh yeah no. yeah i mean i guess you call it math you call it rigged you call it rick math <laughs> if dean didn't want to be sabotaged he shouldn't have gained a stronger lead. I, I think he's right i think like if dean really yeah. wanted this dean needed to dean harder dean needs to go back to dean school he should have worn costumes this season he should have worn costumes this season besides a diaper he puts all the costumes on at the end it's not quite enough to dethrone uh, the meow shout, meow queen shout out to jim rash's abs though Huge shout out to Jim Rash's abs. And I kind of want to give his abs my Dean's List point here uh, as we as we close things out. But instead, I'm going to give my final Dean's List point ever to Frankie Dart. Uh, I think I think Frankie, I, I thought about Shirley. Uh, I'm still kind of thinking about Elroy because I think what Elroy ends up representing. Yeah, sorry. I'm going to do it to Elroy. I'm going to give it to Elroy because I know who you're giving yours to. Uh, I'm gonna give mine. I'm gonna <laughs> That's give, what we call rigged math. Yes, I'm gonna give mine. To, I'm gonna give mine to Elroy. I think Elroy was such a great addition to the show. I think that Elroy's early uh, exit from the series finale is a really, really great moment that sets the tone for everything coming forward. I have a hard time differentiating between who did I think was a better addition to the cast uh, between Elroy and Frankie, and I actually think that both of them. If they had been in the Meow Meow Bean runnings, I think that they would have been running circles around Jeff Abbott and Annie all season long. Uh, yeah. So I'm giving mine to Elroy because I know you're giving yours to Frankie. I am giving mine to Frankie. I I thought her pitch for season seven was so funny. Um, I like that she brings the group together. And like, I think you need a person with a level head in a moment like this. And I really appreciate that that's Frankie. Um, I, I love Frankie. I think she's... 
so funny in her awkwardness and her just like a little bit of like uh, the the social elements are missing there. Yep. Uh, I love her. So we have a tie now. We have a tie. Uh, first, Never had one. First ever co-deans of the Dean's List, mm-hmm. Frankie and Elroy with six points apiece. Uh, piece shall be, uh, I was going to say a peach. Six points a peach. Six, uh, six points a piece of pizza. Yeah, six points a pizza pizza. Frankie and Elroy, the co-deans of the Dean's List one last time. Finally, the final episode of Community to rate in cools. Mm-hmm. Do you want to vote for chaos again? I'm just kidding. I'm going to give it four cools. You're a monster. I'm going to give it four cools. <laughs> I'm going to give it four cools. Yeah. I, think the, I think the emotionality wins out. The moment wins. It's the, I, Modern Espionage is still my favorite of the season for sure. Clearly. Um, but it's a really, really, really wonderful series finale. And I'm sad that we're saying goodbye to them right now. So yeah. four cools for sure. I also gave it a four. I love this series finale. I feel like it is everything that community is. It feels right. The characters feel very true to themselves. I love where every character ends up. And that it is left a bit uncertain whether or not they'll ever come back together. Or like maybe probably will they ever come back to Colorado and Greendale. Yes. Um I, I, I think it's perfect. I think the only thing, if you wanted to, like, take swipes at it, are, like, the lack of Donald Glover, obviously. That's not necessarily anything. Some really, of the jokes don't land so well. Some of the jokes aren't so great. But yep. overall, I really love it. I give it a four. The audience, very close to us. A 3.96. Uh, wow. So, overall, a 3.99. A 3.99. It is the king of the season six of community number one with 3.99 modern espionage coming in second with 3.76 wedding videography with 3.63 the final three episodes are the top three episodes as it should be season six of community and man that's it that's the whole thing that's it that's the whole community we're not done. We've got a special episode of Community Building that we're going to come back. I think it's two weeks from now, Just Two weeks. Two yes. weeks from now. Another two-week break. We're going to come back. What we're going to do, we're going to hand out some superlatives. We've got some awards to give out. I expect that we may have like a secret patron poll or two for the patrons of Post Show Recaps that we'll be able to set up. We're going to have like one final like Throners-esque goodbye party for mm-hmm. Community until whenever the movie comes. And then, of course, we're going to fire it back online for that. Um, so if you do want to get more involved one last time, let me try and sell you patreon.com slash post show recaps. You get those commercial free episodes of community. You get that final episode of community coming up. The final episode of community building the special that's coming in two weeks. You'll get that commercial free. You can join us live. Uh, we record those on Wednesday afternoons on the East coast. So what is that date? Uh, let's, Gosh, I, we you, when you math on a podcast, you really that's a reason why <laughs> Can it's you calendar now. on a podcast. You get calendar on a podcast is real hard. We're looking at uh, I think uh, October 4th. Woo, October, October 4th is what we're looking at. So, uh, you want to hang out with us, you want to say goodbye to these characters one last time, find out whatever the heck might be next, uh, on the other side of community building. Seems like a fun place for that to go down. So stay tuned. Don't unsubscribe yet. We're still going to be here. We've got some more business to attend to. 
Uh, and yeah, I think Corey B does technically have to write one <laughs> he last. Owes us another song, an outro song, I think, Basically. a final song. Uh, we're gonna need from Corey B uh, with uh, Frankie and Elroy baked into the premise. Um, and then we're gonna actually say goodbye to these characters. But as far as like a first goodbye goes, uh, it was wonderful getting to spend this time together, Jess, with all of our friends, both the fictional and the real ones. Uh, I'll miss it. I'll miss it greatly. Yeah, it's been absolutely incredible. To say it was a dream come true is an understatement. Um, and I look forward to wrapping things up in, in two weeks and, and feeling much more sad about it then because that'll truly uh-huh. be the end. Yes, that will truly be the end. So make sure you subscribe, push your recaps, community building, wherever you get your podcasts. If you'd like to get feedback and final goodbyes, anything you'd like to say, uh, we would love to hear from you one last time. Community building at postshowrecaps.com. If you want to send us a note, you can also send us notes in the Post Show Recaps Patreon Discord. You can hit us up on social media, wherever we are on this freaking thing. I'm at Ryan Howard. You're at the Jess Sterling. Jess, what else you got going on? What kind of shit? Have the 90s taught you? Well, I said it's the end of an era. Uh, We finished Boy Meets World way back when. We are now finishing Dawson's Creek. Um, So it is a whirlwind, a three-hour finale podcast. We're still doing some final wrap-up stuff, of course. Then we're going to be starting Felicity. Really can't wait for that. We're going to have some spooky content in October because it's mandatory, basically. Sure. Um, And we're also doing Freaks and Geeks, which has just been a joy and a pleasure watching so many young famous people on that show it's been a ton of fun um so you could check us out over there at shit 90s pod on twitter and instagram um and uh and yeah beyond that i'm here i'm talking billions uh the after party is all wrapped up sex education is coming back tomorrow or or you know depending on what day this is but thursday uh sex education season four will be back i cannot wait for that to drop on netflix it's i love that show so much and i think it's an important show so people should check it out nice i'm here i'm doing stuff i am <laughs> i promise i promise that i'm here and i'm such doing such a stuff. long pause <laughs> yeah that's what it's gonna feel like when there's no more community buildings oh right yeah it's just, just a long pauses it's a long pause just one extended long pause Thank you all for joining our community, for building this community, building community with us, for truly for inviting me into your community community, because I know that this is a precious show for a lot of people, and I have like smashed windows along my way, touring your house, and you didn't kick me out, and I appreciate that. And indeed, you fed me from your fridge, you put me up in a really cozy guest room, Uh, there were slippers the fire was always warm. Uh, and like sometimes there was like an old man saying racist shit that made me very uncomfortable <laughs> in the house. Uh, but by and large, I really liked the people who lived here. Uh, in fact, I may have even loved the people who lived here. So thank you for having me along for the ride. And Jess, thank you for suggesting it. One of your great ideas. One of your truly great ideas. Nailed Jeff, it. Community building. Nailed it. Nailed yeah. it. All right, folks. We'll be back in a couple of weeks with one final wrap up on community give you a little bit of a hint of what's going to happen on the other side of community building. And so it's not for the very last time, but for the penultimate time. And for anyone who doesn't listen to the wrap up special, it is the last time I shall say Corey B take us away end of the road 
publishers are interested just like Jim the Duck. I doubt it. Wiggler and Jazz, here till it ends. Meet up to pass or fail Greenville with all of our friends. The brightest timeline never goes away. Community building is here to stay. Get out of here. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.